Welcome to Abracadabra, a personal and spiritual development podcast designed to inspire, expand, and empower you as you traverse your inner work. I'm your host, Jazz Bori. I'm an astrologer and a coach with a community full of 21st century women who are brave, curious, and obsessed with living in alignment with what their soul came here to be. These episodes are an invitation to your next breakthrough and a catalyst for a deeper conversation with yourself. So join me in exploring the topics that fuel the fearless pursuit of your soul purpose. Abracadabra angels, welcome back to another episode. I've warned you, if you listened to last week's episode, you know what is about to come. But in case you missed it, today I'm going to get a bit spicy. I'm going to tell you my thoughts, feelings, and emotions about something. And it's something that you've already, if you're following me on Instagram, know about. I talked about it a couple of weeks ago. And in case you don't follow me there or you've forgotten, let me give you some context to this conversation that I want to have to you with you today about relationships and money and asking for permission. So a couple of weeks ago, I saw a TikTok and the TikTok was something along the lines of, well, you know, In this day and age, as 21st century women, we can have the job of our dreams, we can buy our own house, we can do all of our own things, right? So the only thing that men are there for is sex and a best friend, and that's it. And specifically, I think it was like orgasms and a best friend, right? Maybe it wasn't even an orgasm because I guess we can give ourselves orgasms, right? But understanding that essentially they were just saying like, you know, we just need them for sex and to be our best friend and that's it. Everything else we can do ourselves. And so I reposted it with the caption, when your client asks your, when your client says, um, let me check with my husband first. And it got quite a response. (laughs) You know, you guys, you have to remember, I'm a Gemini at the end of the day. I just love to, there is a part of me that loves to stir the pot. Way back when, before I did any of the inner work, I would identify as a vindictive bitch. (laughs) Like I, you have to understand that like I'm a songwriter who wrote songs that are about breakups and, you know, they were very much like revenge songs And so now that I'm on my spiritual path, um, I do feel like I've lost a little bit of that. And I kind of miss my ultra opinionated version of myself. So essentially I posted this and there was a lot of people who were getting at me in the DMs. Um, You guys must've been sharing my stories with people because my, uh, my story views went like they like quadrupled that day. So obviously people were sharing the stories and to be honest, I kind of loved it. Even though some of the, the responses that I were getting were a bit full on 
and I had to explain myself a couple of times, not explain myself, but I had to really lovingly bring people back to, you know, what I was really trying to say there. And whilst I'm not here to like, I guess, you know, patch over what I said or prove my point or anything like that, I did ask you guys uh, if you wanted me to talk about this, this idea of asking permission from our partner to do something. And so when I also asked you guys a couple of days later after that, what you guys want on the podcast more, you said you want more spicy, raw jazz. You want more of my opinions, the things that I'm passionate about. You want to hear that. So today I'm going to sit high and mighty on my feminist horse, (laughs) on my feminist pedestal, if you will. Not that I'm on a pedestal, but I'm going to sit, I'm going to wave my feminist flag high today and just drop in some truths around what I witness and what I see as someone who is a women's empowerment coach who charges well for her services and the flow on effects that I hear and the things that I see not only in my work, but also as a woman um, in my own life. And so um, I'm excited to talk to you guys about this today because this is really for the woman who is feeling like she's constantly asking for permission. And I want you to I, I want this conversation to be an invitation for you to have a deeper conversation with yourself around the dynamics of wealth and money in your relationships. So this could be applied to asking your dad, asking your parents, even asking friends, asking a boyfriend. I'm going to be putting it in the example of um, a boyfriend um, and, a, and a partnership for permission to spend money. And I think this is a really important conversation for us to dive a little bit deeper into, because I think it's important for us to have some awareness around the dynamics in our relationship that are toxic. And, you know, what really kind of, um, boiled my blood a little bit and I not boiled my blood, that's probably too strong of an analogy, but what really got me going when I was in the DMs having conversations with people was, you know, I'm someone who has been in a controlling and abusive relationship before and noticed that the way that I spent my money was something that they had an opinion about. Um, And that's putting it lightly. And so I'm going to go into that a little bit more because again, we'll, kind of um, give you some uh, deeper context around why I feel like this conversation is really important. But I want to have this conversation with you guys because it's so important as women who want to be empowered, which is every single woman who listens to this podcast, that we also take a look at our own situations And as I said, whether they're toxic, but also whether we're in a misogynistic, patriarchal dynamic without us even knowing. So this is not about attacking women who want to run their 
their purchases by their partner. We're going to talk about that too. This is not an attack on women at all. Um, This is a conversation, a piece of wisdom that I have moved through that I'm going to share with you today so that you can take an honest look at your relationship and the health of it, particularly when it comes to your wealth, which is really, really important. We're talking about women's empowerment and breaking down the patriarchy, which is very, very important to me. You guys know I used to have a podcast, maybe some of you guys don't know, but I used to have a podcast called Quite Frankly, it was a second podcast um, and that was about feminism. So if you're new here, this is something that I am very, very passionate about. I would not be working with women if I didn't feel deeply passionate about women and their right and the way that they move through the world and particularly the way that we relationship and breaking down patriarchal systems within our relationship is so, so important. Making sure that we are not perpetuating misogynistic, toxic uh just ideas and dynamics and ways of living is extremely important from gender roles, all of those things, you know, it's, it's very, very important. And so I'm going to give you some truth today, um, through again, what kind of happened when I shared this. So going back to the DMS that I received and I actually reposted one of them. Um, but the one thing that came through when I was um, when I, after I'd shared this and I think I followed up like the TikTok with, um, you know, why are you checking with your boyfriend before you make a purchase to make sure that he approves of that purchase to make sure that he, uh, is okay with it. And, you know, you've got the yes from him. So now that you could do it, what if he said no? And then I just wrote, I think after like, like queen, please stop it. And just kind of left it that, went to bed. And the next morning I kind of, I woke up and there was a lot of people in my DMs being like, you know, I'm the type of woman who, you know, we have a great relationship with money, but I always run big purchases past my partner. And, you know, we always get, you know, he, he's always going to say to me, yeah, go for it. But if it feels a little bit out of alignment or if it feels like this, then, you know, he will reflect back to me that maybe this isn't the best purchase. And I was like, fine, like, good for you. (laughs) You're not who I'm talking to. I'm talking to the woman who literally feels like she cannot make a decision and spend the money where she wants without asking a partner. And this hit a nerve with me. That's probably the best way to describe it. It hit a major nerve with me because to see these women firstly come to the defense, be on the defense straight away. That's not me. Okay. Guys, it's not me either. Having a beautiful open conversation with your partner around money is incredibly important, particularly if you want to build a life together. I mean, I'm in, you know, I mean, my partner and I, Dan, we've been together for two years. I wouldn't call it long-term. Is that a long-term partner? I don't know. But we've been together for two years. We are saving to buy a house. We are thinking about getting married and, 
you know, having children and all those sorts of things. And finances are a massive part of that. Having an open line of communication with your partner around finances and together dreaming and manifesting and thinking about what it is that you want to call in and how you can work together in all the ways, including financially to make that happen. That's incredible. That's essential for a conscious relationship and a great relationship in my opinion. But what is fucked is when you feel as a woman that you cannot spend your money, your money, not the collective's money, right? Not yours and their money, your own money on whatever the fuck you want. Whether that be a house, a bag, a car, or a coaching container or a book, it doesn't matter. If you want to spend your money on something, they get to have an opinion about it if they want, but that's about it. And even if they have that opinion, if that opinion is you shouldn't do that and you're wrong and but, 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 I'm sorry, but there is, that is, that is a red flag. That's a red flag. Now, of course, there's always exceptions to the rules. There's always going to be, you know, if you're like going to go and, you know, blow, <laughs> blow a couple of grand on red at the casino, like, yeah, maybe your partner's going to be like, babes, prob's not the greatest idea. But if you want to invest in yourself and invest in your future and invest in your desires, whether that be, I want to go and take up golf or I want to take up DJing. So I'm going to go and buy this DJ set. If you feel like you have to run that part, that purchase, not the idea, the purchase past your partner and you are waiting. And if they say no, you're not going to do it. There is something that there is a red flag there. That's not okay. Because that is going into gender roles. That is leaning into misogynistic, patriarchal oppression of women. Now, I did also say in my post too that this is different for women who are pregnant, have a child on maternity leave, who rely on their partner in order to survive. In act- and this is why the gender pay gap is so fucking important. Because if women are off having children and then they can't afford their life, they have to rely on their partner, which is usually a man in these situations, right? They have to rely on somebody else in order to survive, in order to be financially able to go and put food in their mouths, to put a roof over their head. And this is why the gender pay gap is so, so important. And I think I actually said that. Well, I know I said that as well. Unless you are like with child, like on maternity leave, like obviously that's different. You guys have to work together and that's a whole different situation. I'm not talking about that. Um, and even then, like I still feel like there needs to be some kind of freedom within the in what you have. Um, financially during those situations. Like I don't agree with the fact that, well, I've had a baby and I can't work, so I need your money to survive. So I have to run every single purchase by you. Like there's something about that that kind of is not okay with me as well. But, you know, that's a whole, that's a whole other conversation. 
I'm talking talking to women who are in relationships, women who are maybe in their early 20s, early 30s, who are not having children, who aren't reliant upon their partner, who have their own money, successful women. And I know this and this hits a nerve with me because this happened to me. When I was in my past relationship, I was earning more, almost double what they were earning. And I remember one of the first courses that I did, um, actually, no, before that, my retreat, the retreat that I went on um, when I was um, just before, like, where I had my spiritual awakening, I remember asking him whether he thinks like whether I could go right that I wanted to spend this money and whatnot and that was the first sign right he actually replied to that and said yeah like if you think it's going to be a great idea go to Bali do the thing it'll be amazing great okay yep now I can go that's still fucked up the fact that I wasn't going to go unless he said yes he gave me the oh yes you should do that means that I am was emotionally entangled and waiting for his permission in order to um, emotionally fulfill myself. That's crazy. That's, that's wrong, but whatever. He said, yes. So it's all good. Cool. So I go and then I come back and I'm fucking different. (laughs) I'm like so different. I have my spiritual awakening. Everything changes. Then I start to think about my purpose and I start to think about, you know, what do I want to do for work? And I was doing the musician thing, but didn't quite feel like that was going to, like, I just wanted more and I wanted to start my own business. I wanted to work for myself and, you know, all the things. And so I decided to invest in this course called Jupiter Club, which is very much um, the course that has inspired my course, Purpose to Paycheck, was basically uncover your purpose and um, create like a business. Um, And that's really you know, what we kind of do in Purpose to Paycheck as well. I mean, it was a very different sort of course, but regardless, very, very similar. And um, I invested in this course and I remember it was around that time as well that I had just gotten my chart read. Oh yeah, like I'd obviously always been interested. I'd been interested in astrology for a while and tarot and then I got my chart read and then I had my chart read and then I... um said to the woman who read my chart, Hey, could I apprentice? Well, she invited me to apprentice with her. And I was like, yeah, totally. So that was like another investment that I was making to this astrology thing. And he got the shits because I didn't run it by him. Not be- And mind you, we were saving for a house too. It wasn't because of that. It was because he didn't approve of astrology. This was a big crux in my past relationship and I'm getting quite vulnerable with you guys right now, which is why this in conversation is so important to me. He didn't like astrology. He didn't think that it was good. He thought that it was bullshit. He thought that it was, you know, pseudoscience, fucking blah, 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 blah. Cool. I'm okay for a healthy amount of skepticism, but if I want to go and explore this thing, I'm allowed to do whatever I want. And mind you, again, I was earning more money than he was. I was the quote unquote breadwinner. And here I was asking for permission and and it went on and on and on and on. And so I wonder if you're in a situation like this, because I really feel like this conversation is so important 
Because if I had had someone in my ear telling me that this was a sign of being in a relationship that was um, manipulative and controlling, I wonder if I would have left earlier. And everything happens in the right time. But, you know, I stayed way too long and there were always these signs and no one ever pointed it out to me. Not a single person pointed it out to me. I didn't hear anything about, you know, you only hear when you hear about abuse, you only hear about, um, you know, like physical abuse. Um, and for me, like it took getting to that point for me to leave. And I don't want that for anybody. And so that's why I have these conversations around empowerment because it's these little moments. It's these little moments where they, where abusers want to get control, where the patriarchy comes in and oppresses you. It's these tiny moments. And that's not to say that if your boyfriend does this, that he's abusive. That's, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is that these are flags that you are sitting in misogynistic, controlling, oppressive situations. And that may or may not lead and open your eyes to the fact that you are in a controlling, abusive relationship. And, and if, that's, that's, if that's what this conversation is bringing up for you, I am sending you so much strength and, you know, please go and se- seek the help that you require on that. But what I can speak to is this idea that when we start to go into conversations with our partner for permission, not affirmation or to share joy and excitement when we're going in and waiting for the yes because if we don't get the yes then it's going to be a no that's a time for us to self-reflect that's where I want to catch you today I want to catch you in that moment and have you think am I asking for permission or am I asking for affirmation And if you don't know, ask yourself, if he says no, if they say no to me, is that my answer? Whatever their answer is, is my answer. That should never be the case. That is the opposite of being empowered. They get to have opinions. They get to throw their two cents in. But at the end of the day, even if you're in a partnership, even if you're in a marriage, you're still two different people with two sets of desires that get to build together and align those desires, but not every single one of your desires need to align. Dan and I are the perfect example of this. I couldn't have been more opposite to my past boyfriend as well, you know, and Dan and I are literally, we're so different. We're literally yin and yang. We're so different, but there has never been a time. And I actually noticed myself do this because I still do this guys. Like this is coming from, I mean, I, I'm not going to go into the depths of my 
past relationship because I don't feel comfortable doing that and I don't feel the need to talk about that publicly in this context. I will always reference my experience in the context and I'm not going to go any further into what happened there. But what I will say is that that situation that I spoke to you about happened, right? Whether it was going and learning astrology, doing a reading, going on a retreat, um, slowly but surely he started to say, no, you shouldn't do this. And this was literally the reason we like kind of, not the reason we broke up, but it was a big part. It was like, you can't support what I want to support. And I'm constantly asking you for permission. And then when I don't do what you want me to do, you get the shits and shit hits the fan. Right. And that's when I was not in, you know, a safe situation. And so now, you know, they were small investments in comparison to what I invest in my business, in my career and myself now. Now, every single set, well, every second week I go and get my hair done or, and, or I get a massage. I, spend my money as much as I want. I determine how much I save. I actually asked Dan a couple of months ago, well, in the last year I did a, um, did a mastermind. It was a $10,000 mastermind USD. So what's that like $15,000 Aussie? So anyway, I said like, oh, I'm, I'm going to make this investment. And he was like, well, do you think you're going to get, um, I was like, what do you think? Like, you know, and as soon as I asked him what I thought, I was like, why am I doing this? Like, it doesn't even fucking matter. He doesn't know anything about business. (laughs) Like, why am I even asking him? But that's my codependency as well. I'll think a little bit, um, playing out there, which I'm still healing. Um, but what surprised me is, you know, once those words are out, you can't bring them back. And, and I, I said to him, you know, I, um, I want to make this investment. And he was like, well, do you think it's a good investment? I said, you guys, you think you'll make your money back on that investment? You know, like, do you believe that it's going to be a great investment? And I said, yeah, with a hundred percent, you know, and he was like, we'll do it straight away. And I remember he was like, he, he always wears like noise canceling headphones. Cause he always likes to listen to music whilst he's working. And I remember he literally just like put the head, he was like, okay, we'll do it. Put the headphones back on and walked away. And that moment he, I mean, I've told him how special that was to me, but in that moment, I was so grateful for who I was with. He actually kind of felt awkward that I was even kind of like asking him. He was like, well, like, don't ask me. Like, he was like, you don't need to ask me. And I also was, I was just so grateful that that's who I'm with now. um, And that's the situation I'm in. But I also knew that I was never going to fight for him to like agree with me. I knew I never would have had to. And I also knew that I, that I didn't feel the need to, because I was like, this is my money. Like I'm going to do what I want with it. Right. So What I want to kind of drive home here is if that post, and if you remember that post and you were one of the people who DM'd me or you saw it and had an emotional reaction to that and was like, that's not me, and you start to go on the defensive, I want you to understand that that's, you're not who, like, if you believe that you're in a great relationship and you know you have a healthy, healthy thing, you would have known what I was talking about. You would have been like, that's not me and kept it moving. 
if you had an emotional reaction to that, to that post, if you sit there and I'm saying to you, like, don't ask your fucking partner for permission to spend your own money or why are you asking? What are you checking for? If that's triggering you and getting you defensive, there's something in misalignment. And I want this to be the, the conversation, the invitation for you to have a look at the dynamic of your relationship. Because here's the thing, when it comes to money for women, this is extremely important. Women are earning more money now than they ever have before. And women are still being in controlling, abusive, manipulative relationships just as much as they have before. You know, there are so many statistics around, you know, domestic violence and, um, you know, the oppression of women. You know, there's so much out there. It doesn't add up because money doesn't equal power. Money does not equal power. And you need to understand that if you want to have full wealth autonomy, if you want abundance, if you want prosperity, you have to look at your relationship. Money has always been in the hands of men, of cisgendered men, particularly white men. That's usually where wealth stands. The fact that women are earning money in general is new. We haven't even been in the work, um, in, in the, like we haven't even been working for more than a hundred years. It wasn't until the 70s that we could have our own bank accounts. Like this is so new. So if you're in this situation, like I said, sure, maybe it would be abusive, but maybe it's just fucking misogynistic and toxic and something that you can shift and change and talk to your partner about. You know, if your partner is a good person, he's not going to want to be oppressive to women and misogynistic and patriarch and continuing patriarchal constructs within relationships and gender roles. I'm sure he doesn't want to do that. If he's a good person, he doesn't want that. He wants equality and he wants you to feel free and abundant and earn more money than him. (laughs) You know what I mean? He wants your wealth and he wants the freedom that comes with that wealth too. And sometimes we have to lovingly check our partners as well. And this is what I said to one of the babes, you know, I said, look, you know, she messaged me and she was like, but we always, you know, it's really positive and it's okay. And I was like, great, I'm not talking to you then. You know, I'm glad that you are not a part of that situation. I'm glad that you're in a relationship like I, where you are consciously thinking about patriarchal dynamics, gender roles, and you are breaking that system down. And you're doing so with your conversations around money. Her reply was quite funny because she said, well, you've actually given me something to really think about. Thank you for being open and having this conversation. I said, no worries. Because if one woman sees that, I don't care how many women took that the wrong way. I do not. Because as you saw earlier, it's a very emotional topic for me. It was a point of contention. It was It was something I had to release guilt around because I felt like in my past relationship, because I was earning and because I was um, financially successful, 
and independent, that that's the reason I was getting treated the way that I was. That if I, I, I felt, well, I was in a situation where I was told like, hey, like you're not a very good girlfriend because you don't need me. And that included financially. And that is what I took on as my own fault as to why what happened happened. And there was a lot, there's been a lot of untangling that I've had to do. And I don't want anyone, particularly when it comes to their money, to ever feel like they should make themselves smaller. Women need to have more money. We need to have the wealth in our hands so that we can do good and change the system and and bring, you know, circulate wealth in the ways that we want to with feminine, powerful energy. You know, it's it's it it's so important and that's why I don't care how many people I offend or take it the wrong way. As I said before, it's because I don't want any woman, and I know there are so many women out there who make money, who make more money than their partner, and they have they feel as though they have to downplay themselves with their money, with anything, they have to downplay themselves somewhere else in their relationship so that their partner doesn't feel unneeded. Like, talk about fragility. Like, it's just it's not on and you get to be the solution. And then, and I'm going to wrap it up now because I think I've made my point, but my point is, <laughs> my point is, is that if this triggers you, even in the slightest, if you're like, fuck, I did that. It doesn't mean that you're bad. It doesn't mean that your partner's bad necessarily. It could. Yeah. But it does mean that you get to have some conversations with yourself. You get to do some reflection around where you are perpetuating patriarchal, toxic, misogynistic dynamics within your relationships. Because if you break them there, you've broken them somewhere else in the world. Internalized misogyny and misogyny ends through each of us doing that inner work. It's so important. Money is the perfect way and the perfect example for you to look and lens rather for you to look at this through and have a conversation with your partner and say, hey, I feel like I can't make financial decisions unless you say yes. And as a woman, that feels really oppressive. That feels like not 2022. And I want to change that. See what he says see what he says because that will truly show you how important women's empowerment and feminism whether I know that word can be divisive but I love that word I will proudly say that I'm a feminist but that will show you where they lie And if you can have an open, honest conversation, then that's great. And you get to make changes and you get to bring those to the table and you get to find ways to break down this bullshit. And so the next time you want to invest in yourself, in your life, in your dreams, in your desires, I want you to be able to make that decision on your own. You should never have to get permission 
from anybody, particularly a man, for how you want to spend your money. The power is yours. And I know that it's scary. It's really fucking scary. And that is internalized misogyny. That is the patriarchy. The reason it's scary is because of that. So you get to break that and you get to change that within your relationship. And as I said, this goes for anyone, you know, even if you're single, if you're asking for permission outside of yourself, it's patriarchal. Women have been told that we cannot make decisions on our own, that we shouldn't, that it's wrong, that we don't know what we're doing and that we're silly and we can't make decisions because we're too emotional, too hysterical because we have our period. Like it comes from all of that. So whether it's your partner, this still goes for women who are single, you know, whether it's your your dad, your mom, your siblings, your friends, you know, whatever it may be, reclaiming that power to make your own decisions is at the crux and the core of feminism and, and female empowerment, women, women's empowerment. Okay. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please make sure if you're on Apple, go leave a review. Tell me how this landed with you. Um, You can leave a star rating there too. If you're listening on Spotify, you can just star it. However many stars you'd like. I really don't care. Just would love some engagement. Um, And you can follow me on Instagram at jazzbori. And, you know, We can always have deeper conversations in the DMs about this. Um, When it comes to this, I don't feel like I want to have any further conversations around proving my, like, I don't want to be asked to like prove my point. I don't care if you don't agree with me. If you don't agree with me, then this isn't for you. This literally isn't for you because the woman who this is for, this is going to hit her right in her soul and place some awareness around something that she hasn't had awareness around. And as you could hear from my, my share earlier, if that awareness had been given to me, I, I don't know, I would have avoided a lot of pain or maybe I would have dealt with that, with that pain differently. And so that's who, you know, I want to speak to. Um, but if you do want to have shares, if you agree with me, if you, um, have questions even, you know, um, I'm happy to kind of answer those, but I'm not here to prove my point in a DM around this topic. Okay. Love you guys though. Um, hope this has initiated a deeper conversation with yourself as it always is, is always my intention. And, um, once again, this is the Abracadabra podcast. I'm your host, Jazz Bori, and I'll see you in the next episode.